0: This is a great form. Very clear. Property address, phone, email, um, clear text above. And then they have this big button that says, get my cash offer. So it's very clear what you're getting when you fill out the form. There's one thing I need to do as a viewer, and that is enter my info and get my cash offer. It's streamlined, easy to understand. You want your buttons to stand out. Um, brighter colors are better yellow orange um you know this this color's okay that's maybe the one thing he's got going for him um, but you know don't use like a bl- a lighter blue if you've got a blue background already um, don't use gray or something that's not going to stand out
1: What's up guys and gals? Uh, I've got an exciting, exciting training here for you today. And we're going to be talking about one of the things that we're known for here at Carrot, which is conversion. And how do you make sure that your website not only ranks well in Google, not only looks great, but it also converts really well. And one of the things that we, we have been really driving and pioneering here at Carrot over the years is helping you to have a website that, that really makes sure that you're not losing those leads and deals from underperformance. And over the years, we've done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of split tests. To determine what converts better for sellers, for buyers. What do you do with your forms? What do you do with the hero section on down? And I've got uh, one of our amazing team members here, Katie Stapko, I'll introduce you to her uh, officially here in a second. But we're going to be walking through, guys, the top seven conversion killers on your real estate investor or agent websites when it comes to sellers that I want you to then look at your websites and see how many of these conversion killers do I have on my website? But our aim is that you go through and start to fix these conversion killers one by one and start to win back those leads and deals. Because if your average profit per deal is 10K, 15K, 25,000, how many of those leads and deals are you okay with losing this year because of these conversion killers? So I want to welcome on Katie Stapko. Katie, this is your uh, second official Carrot Cast. Now I'm pumped to have you back on here.
0: Thanks. Yeah. Happy to be back. I'm excited to, to do another one. The last one was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. And, and the last one I was going through our YouTube stats and it was one of the most viewed YouTube videos over the last couple months. And so we're pumped to kind of have you back on because that video guys, if you haven't checked it out, we'll probably link it in the show notes. If you're watching this on YouTube, or if you listen to this in the podcast, head over to YouTube and look up carrot and you'll find this up there. But that one is on really the design. What you know, what are some of the the top carrot, top converting carrot sites doing for conversion? Now we're going to go to the opposite side of that of what are some of the, the sites out there, whether they're Carrot or not, that are, that are killing themselves on the conversion side of things. And one of the reasons it's, it's going to be insanely cool to have Katie on here is because Katie's our senior designer here at Carrot, where she leads the design team to build the designs, to work with our conversion team, to really go, what are the things that look beautiful and convert great, uh, where we can really make sure that people have the site that performs uh, for their business in a great way. So she's always got her hands in the designs, in testing, and looking at new, cool ways that we can make our sites stand out, look great, and perform. And so, Katie, before we dive into the seven conversion killers, I'll turn that over to you in a second. Um, didn't prepare you for this question, so I'll toss a couple, couple of questions at you. But at, at you know, over the years, as you've really uh, continued to grow in your role here at Carrot and really stepped into that marriage of design and performance, what are some of the things that you've noticed, recognized, or learned that the average... Client or the average web developer even may not know or understand when it comes to designing for performance. Anything pop out for you that that has been a learning lesson for you over the years?
0: Yeah, well, I think the main thing is just knowing your audience and appealing to your audience, and that's something that um, I've had to like also learn as a designer at Carrot because our our members are very unique and our members' clients are very unique. So, um, ignoring the needs of both our members and then also other members and just have something designed just to like look pretty or whatever is is doing a disservice of course good design is important but um you know really we want to make sure that we're meeting our members goals and getting them leads and conversion really is important for that first and foremost however i will say you know good design is also um helpful to conversion too so yeah so you know there's a balance there i mean we're not apple you know we're not trying to do the super streamlined thing our members clients are people that are often in difficult situations so a super streamlined fancy flashy website might not be what's appealing to them they want something that's more friendly more down to earth um something that um they can kind of relate to and and feel trust in and that's kind of the most important thing and we'll definitely talk about that today.
1: Katie, that, that right there is so key, and I want to I double uh, press into this a little bit more for everyone watching and listening before we dive into the seven conversion killers. And guys, hold on here for all seven, because if, even if one of these uh, is on your website, it's lowering your conversions and leads for sure, so we're going to help you fix those. But uh, Katie, Katie mentioned building for your audience, and that's something over the years I've had to learn as well. I remember way back before Carrot, um, I would think copy is copy right? That what works over here is going to work over there. And what website design works in this industry is going to work in that industry. And and I discovered it's not because the prospect that you're building for, and that's the key that Katie had mentioned, is you're building that website, not for your sister or your brother or your aunt or your grandma, or even for you. You're building it to speak to the person who's going to see it. And and the whole aim is to reduce resistance. And so as as we're going through these seven conversion killers, I want you guys to think about that, uh, about where are their resistance points that once in this case, a motivated house seller lands in your website that it's throwing up stop or yield signs to them. It's making it too hard for them to take the next step. And a lot of them guys aren't, aren't things that that seller is going to be looking at and going, Oh my gosh, there's a stop. sign. I'm going to, I'm going to bounce and go. It's, it could be things that make it a little bit uh, too many clicks to get to the end of thing. It could be too many form fields or too many of this or too many of that, or not enough of this that, where they have question marks that pop up where it's not very clear what they do on the next step. And every single time there's a question mark that pops up or we don't solve their problem or or, or help to eliminate those objections, it is a yield or a stop sign. And when people feel those yield or stop signs, they bounce off the website and go to one that actually reduces the resistance to most of them. So I'm going to turn it over to you, Katie. We've got seven conversion killers. and uh,
0: I like that idea of resistance. Um, every single one of these has to do with putting too much resistance up. So I love thinking about it in that framework. That's great. Um, okay. So I'm excited. This, this is going to be fun. The last one we did what to do, we're going to have some of that, but this one, um, we're going to have some examples of what not to do. And that's always a little, you know, I like to think of it as maybe like a little before and after everyone loves a good before and after we're not going to really have afters. We're just going to have the befores and then good examples, but, um, you know, it's kind of fun. So, okay. The very first one, and these aren't really in order of importance. However, I would say the first two are probably the ones if you're going to focus on any these first two are are really important. The other ones are really important, too, but um, and I'll explain why. But OK, so this first one, number one, conversion killer is not optimizing your form. And which form? I mean, all your forms, but especially your form on your homepage in the hero. Um, so I have an example. Um, this one's going to be kind of an example of one and two what not to do um i have blurred out identifying information because i don't want to make anyone feel bad um if this is your website take note um we have some options to help you um so there's okay We'll we'll start with the form because that's number one so the form so we're talking about that idea of resistance um you don't want to have too many form fields um you want to have as little resistance as possible like they can fill out as little information as as you need um to be able to get the info you need for that lead, so we recommend I think three to four max. Um, and there's kind of a lot going on with this form. There's these additional things here. Um, this might be appropriate for a form in a different area, but for your hero, your your homepage hero image, which is that very first thing that they see. That you've got your header with your links, and then you have your hero image. And that's you know that's your background and then your form and then some text. And you want to keep that really streamlined. And this site is not is not doing that. Um, but anyway, so that f- the form is, again, the most important part. That's where you're capturing the leads So you don't want to have too many form fields. And the other thing is you want to optimize your button call to action text. Um, this is what we do not want to see. We want to see something that says, like, get my cash offer now, something that's much more clear, like send message has no urgency behind it. Um, it, It's not really implying like what you're doing. Again, it's not really a call to action. It's not referring to the outcome that you're hoping the client's going to get. It's it's sort of boring. (laughs) So um, really optimize that form. Keep it to like name, email, um, phone maybe. And then your you know, get my cash offer. And so smaller is better. Um, and, uh, what was, I think what you mentioned yesterday, um, we were chatting and, uh, something about the, I don't remember if you remember the conversion rate for changing it from send message to a like more clear call to action.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It it was a number of years ago and, and it still holds true, but we did a blog post, you guys can go find it and hey, go to our, our blog and probably search, um, you know, uh, form call to action conversion test or something. You'll probably find this from a number of years ago. But we actually, in that in that test, on one of our major client sites in Florida, it doubled the conversion rate. Now, a lot of people go, "What what's going to be, uh, what impact is going to be, uh, you know, had with changing five words? That's literally what we did. We eliminated the word continue and we added five words. That was the only change we made in the site. It doubled conversion for that site. And when Katie is talking about, about resistance, and if you guys really think about When someone's getting ready to fill out a form, especially a motivated house seller, and it's a large financial decision, they want to know what's on the next step. They want to know what's going to happen when I fill this form out. What's going to happen when I push that button? And when you see one like Katie's showing here on the screen, if you're watching the YouTube video, if you're listening to this on the podcast, get over to our YouTube channel because you're going to love to see the visuals that Katie's showing. But when you see the one that says send message, the question that pops through that seller's uh, mind is, well, what happens when this message gets sent? But instead, when you have get my offer, or get my cash offer, or get my fair cash offer, it's very clear what they're hitting that button for, to get my offer, and that's what they want. It helps to solve their problem. So um, and another thing on the visual of this form here uh, with this particular one, this is an investor-agent hybrid. And what they did, this is a carrot site, but they adjusted it and they kind of removed some of the things that make it convert well. They added in a the, the second form up there that Katie mentioned, which is a house search form to, to fill it out, to search for homes, when you have two competing forms up there in the hero, people get confused. They don't know what to do. What, what is that first action that you're asking them to take? Ideally, you have one primary form, one primary action in that hero section that is the primary type of lead that's going to land to that site you want to optimize for. Do not have two competing forms or two competing actions up in the hero.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so now this is an example of what not to do. I'm going to show you an example of what to do. Um, uh, This is a great form, very clear. Property address, phone, email, um, clear text above. And then they have this big button that says, get my cash offer. So it's very clear what you're getting when you fill out the form. There's (laughs) one thing I need to do as a viewer. And that is enter my info and get my cash offer. It's clear. It's streamlined. Um, easy to understand. It's got a nice, big, bright orange button. That's another thing we didn't talk about is color. You want your buttons to stand out. Um, mm-hmm. brighter colors are better. Yellow, orange, um, the, you know, this, this color is okay. That's maybe the one thing you've got going for him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but you know, don't use like a blue, a lighter blue. If you've got a blue background already, mm-hmm. um, don't use gray or something that's not going to stand out.
1: Mm-hmm. Katie, that that's such a good point, right? Because. People will see that orange button like we we kind of standardized uh, by accident the orange button across the industry. So even non-care sites are using the orange button. And and there may be that question people have of, well, does it have to be orange? And like Katie said, it doesn't have to be orange. It just has to stand out uh, um, and complement the, the primary colors of the site. So if your primary website color is orange. Let's say your brand is orange and you've got orange up in the top. You've got orange in your logo and you've got orange everywhere else. Your button probably shouldn't be orange. Mm-hmm. It should be something that complements it. But the reason we have orange in there by default on our sites is, yeah, it's cool from the branding perspective for us. But that's not why the least common branding color that we found that's a normal branding color is orange. And orange tended to stand out the most from, uh, mm-hmm. from all norm- normal branding colors. So we were saying, hey. If no matter what happens, most people who set their branding color on carrot, the orange button is going to stand out from that. But you guys can choose to to change that color too.
0: Yeah. The most important thing is contrast. Yep. So it just needs to stand out. I mean, from the- a design perspective, bright colors pop out and cool yeah. colors recede into the background. So Whoa. keep that in mind. If you can use a bright color and it matches your, you know, it complements your brand and stands out from your brand, brand that's even better. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be. A bright color, but if you have a choice, go with the bright colors.
1: Love it, love it, love it. So number two, what's uh, conversion killer number two?
0: Okay, number two, we have it. Sort of segues from number one: cramming too much info into your hero.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So I have a couple interesting stats here, um, for you that are very interesting. Um. First, actually, first, I'm going to go back to not to pick on this poor guy, but um, there's a lot going on in this hero. Again, hero being that first section you see under the header. Um, when you come to a website and um he's put a lot of kind of um i guess this is um info about himself here before the form Um, and um you know what ends up happening too is it kind of loses the that initial call to action the the client's reading it they're not quite kind of maybe sure what they're supposed to do and then they have to keep scrolling, and a lot of people are on their phones. So what this yeah. does is it pushes that form even further down because the width, you know, the width of the screen goes like this. So, um, you want to really streamline it, keep streamline it, and keep it minimal. Uh, yeah. you know, we've done some tests, and the less content that's, you know, kind of above the form, the less content in terms of, you know, text that's in the hero, the better that things, better that the forms do, the better, the more we in. get. Um my uh, my coworker cam gave me some good stats for this uh yesterday and he said that uh, a streamlined hero can actually uplift your um, conversion rate by 50 percent plus
1: Mm -hmm. so
0: less is more when it comes to just the hero yeah not for the rest of the site but just that initial view and around 75 percent of carrot site conversions are done through the hero on the page so Um, If you're really if you're feeling overwhelmed and you don't have a lot of time, but you want to do just one thing that's going to have a really high impact on your site is optimize that hero section of your site and um, don't put a bunch of extra stuff into it. You know, keep it simple, keep it minimal. There's some things other things you can do that we'll talk about later to really uh, optimize it as well. Um, but out of the box, you know, we actually have a pretty good form already. We have some good content and, um, there's a few things you can tweak to kind of make it your own that improve it, but, um, keep it simple.
1: And and guys, like, like Katie mentioned there out of the box, our aim all the time is to take our learnings and make sure that the website templates out of the box have our most up-to-date learnings in them. So when you launch that, it's going to be exactly set up uh, the way that we suggest you set up now with this, with this client site. Um, I, I, understand, especially on the agent side, the desire to want to kind of tell your story and that's great, but it, but it do it in the right spot. And so in, in this example here, uh, where the client is kind of bringing in some, some copy says, Hey, I'll be real with you. If you're looking to shop blank homes, you can find houses that da, da da. And then down below it, it says first, know this historically in the, and then it starts to tell more story. That's great. Put that down in the body copy, put it on your, how it works page, put it on your about us page, but get it out of there. And then they're in that hero. It should be very direct to the point. Why did they come there? Address that to that prospect so they can immediately go, okay, I've got this problem or challenge or desire. Yes, this company can help me with it. And then next is bring in some credibility. Okay, they're legit. And then here's a next step to make it happen. If they don't want to engage in that, like Katie mentioned, 75% of all the the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of leads that come through our system every year, 75% come through the top of the site. That means 25% weren't ready to opt in. They needed more information. So they're going to go explore. And that's where that extra information comes in there later.
0: Yeah, for sure. So again, this is an example of what not to do. Mm -hmm. And here's a good example of a nice streamlined hero.
1: I like it. Um, That looks sharp right there.
0: Yeah, it looks great. Um, this is mahogany or mahogany theme. If you want to, you know, try to, you know, utilize this kind of design on your site. Um, very simple, minimal text. You know, they could probably even minimize the form a little bit more, but nice, big, bright button. It's very contrasted with this blue background. Yeah. The one thing I would say they should do is a different background image um, that's more Florida centric because that's where they're based. But we can get to that. That's a different. That's a different. Yeah. But I just want to show you a nice example. Looks like good. Um, you know, if we look at it on mobile, it's going to be right there in the, uh, you know, that form is above. It's above the fold. You don't have to scroll. To get to that call to action. So nice and streamlined, very, very minimal text, very clear what they need to do.
1: Mm, I like it. And we're going to go into again, gonna kinda do a spoiler alert for you guys. One of the the conversion killers has something to do with mobile. And so when we talk about that one at the end, we're gonna show some of the things that you need to make sure your site does on a cell phone, on a mobile device, and how some of them are crazy key, especially for certain demographics. So spoiler alert, hang on for that one, guys. That one's gonna be key.
0: Yep okay i think we're ready to move on to number three are number you ready three. let's do okay. it um okay number three conversion killer you do not address your client needs up front and you do not address your client objections so um what does that mean okay well our members have people that have a specific need they have an ob- objective they're often in a bad situation um they're gonna have some fears, some reservations about things, um, and you want to just be very clear right off the bat that you are equipped to handle any of the things that they need and that you are not going to do any of the things that they're afraid of. So I don't I don't do I have a good example of this one? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Um, so this um, this is an example of what not to do. This is actually this is a member site. Again, blurt out the info. Um, but basically what this person did is they just, they didn't really, this is kind of our out of the box site and they haven't addressed any objections, um, like specifically you want to try to be as specific as possible too. I mean, just, you know, put yourself in the mind of your client. They are trying to get rid of this hoarder house they inherited and they're really stressed out. Right. So what's something that they might be afraid of? You know, make sure that you're gonna be addressing those things specifically. Like you as a carrot member know your client's needs better than anyone. So make sure that you're addressing those things specifically on the site. So this person, um, they didn't really do anything wrong yet. They just haven't updated anything to be specific to their business. Um, and so I have an example of a better person, uh, a person who did it much better. Sorry, let me let me click. I have too many windows open. Um this person has a great site they've a lot of there's other things we're going to show that we're going to talk about here too um but here's an example of objections concerns um basically my house is really messed up um as a as a client and i'm really afraid that they're not going to be able to deal with my house well boom here you go home page these are what we deal with and um we can handle it you don't have to even worry about it so again it it reduces that resistance um they don't have to like reach out and ask it's just right there on the site okay they you know they deal with you know relocating going through divorce any of these like really you know challenging situations so and it's very clear
1: and and with that katie kind of doubling down on what, what you're mentioning there uh a way I like to think about it, uh, guys and gals, as you listen to this, is put yourself in the mind of that prospect. I always say on the marketing side of things, when you can join the conversation in the mind of your prospect, that's where you can really, really uh, step into amazing marketing. So you know, what are the the questions? What are the pain points? What did that prospect likely do before they landed on your website? Uh, did they have a deal fall through or what are the things that are, that are going through their mind? And immediately make sure that the top of that site addresses Addresses it and kind of in this order. Number one, can't do. Does this company have something that likely can solve my problem? And so right out of the gates, on these sites that Katie's showing you, it immediately says, "Hey, we buy houses in this area, and we can make you an offer." So immediately goes, "Okay," checks that box within the first few seconds of yes. This company does this. They 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 might be able to take it off my hands. And then the very next thing after that, of all these objections pop up for them, they go, "Well, how does this work? Or is this legitimate? Or?" Are they, are they experienced? Can I trust them? And that's where, as Katie's showing on the screen, I'll toss it back over to her. That's where then you start to eliminate those objections, that conversations going on through their mind.
0: Yeah. This is another example I was looking for. Um, they, they do that a lot in this this page. They've really customized this page to address the common concerns, um, it's a really great site. I, I feel like the hero's got kind of a little too much going on. That's my one, my one critique, I might reduce the text here. Um, but the rest of it's great. Uh, I love the sections about, you know, you're in control of the sale, um, in, in case someone's concerned, they maybe never gone through this process before. And they have reservations about, you know, they're controlled the situation. Um, they they uh, emphasize how quick and easy it is. Uh, then they have they have some testimonials, which is great, which we'll get to later. Um, and then I love this. We make it easy. You know, the concern is selling a home. It's the largest transaction most people are ever going to deal with in their life, selling or buying. And it's really scary. And then you throw in all these other situations that could potentially be there. You know and a a person's in a really vulnerable place and this site is doing a great job of just reassuring their client their potential client that they're the right person to work with because they care they take it under any condition like they list out tons of different things here um you know all of these different issues any reason it doesn't matter you can be in the worst place in your life and we will help you they have like these little friendly icons And they keep emphasizing that over and over. And then I love this too. their values, Um, you know, like you hear in this industry, like, you know, sometimes, you know, there's kind of a bad rap that could go on. Um, And they're really doing a great job of any of these objections and fears. They are dealing with it right here on the homepage. And yeah, I think I think this is a great site. And actually, I do want to say this is one of our highest converting sites. I had my uh, our data analysts pull our top Converting sites from September, this one was on the list of the top five. And I believe the conversion rate of this one was over 9.5%, which is crazy good. That
1: is cool. And, and <laughs> yeah. Katie, the one of the things I'm most excited about what, what we get to do here at Carrot is because we work with so many customers. And there's thousands of websites across America, Canada, even outside that we get to analyze. Uh, what Katie had mentioned, guys, I don't want you to, to, to let that pass by you. She analyzed the data with her team to determine across thousands of websites, getting a bunch of leads, which ones are, are converting the highest by data, not just by us saying, hey, we think this looks cool. And so she's bringing to this call across thousands of sites, this was a top five highest converting site. And we're bringing that to so you. You can't get that anywhere else in the market, guys. Nowhere else. And that, I'm pumped that, uh, that you guys brought that to the table. Love it.
0: Yeah. This one also was a uh, 9.5 or above. Percent. Um, and then I have one more I'll show you that's also or I think it was actually this one. These were the three that there we uh, go. that we pulled up. So nine point five percent. Um a regular average carrot conversion rate, I believe is like two point eight to three percent. So um you can just see how really not that crazy amount of work, just small changes can make a huge impact on your site.
1: Yep, exactly. And and on those conversion rates, you know, you guys might be saying, Well, what does that mean? The three percent versus nine percent. There's a lot of variables that go into a conversion rate all the way from your market to, the, your, to your advertising channel. But in general, when you hear us talking about conversion rates, unless we specifically tell you this is from a Google ads campaign, it's what we call the gross conversion rate, meaning all traffic that landed on a website, all traffic, no matter if they landed on a, an about page or a blog post or a contact page or a homepage or a location page, all traffic, how many of those visitors turned into a lead. And so if you're looking at it going, man, 3% is a low rate. My, my Google PPC campaigns converting at 15% or 9% isn't that high. If that's one of your top guys, this is all traffic, not just targeted traffic to a landing page, target traffic to a landing page. We're seeing 15, 20, 25% from a targeted Google ads campaign to a targeted page. So just know when we report these numbers. We're on the way conservative side saying every visitor who ever landed on these sites from any channel, any entry point, here's how many turn into a lead. And that's pretty darn high.
0: Yeah, it's pretty exciting when I got those numbers. Um yep. and you can see why it makes sense looking at the sites.
1: Heck yeah. Um, Love it.
0: Okay, I'm ready to move on to number four.
1: Number four. Here we go.
0: Okay, number four conversion killer, not including credibility. Especially right at the top of the page. We recommend it like right below your hero image um so again i'll pull up the same site of like what not to do conversion killers um take your site out of the box and then don't do anything to it okay we ha- we set you up for success we give you lots of great content to start with we give you a great template but you still need to go in and add those personal touches and um credibility is like number one thing you should add um testimonials like boom right below uh, so this person again, this isn't necessarily a bad site. They just haven't added anything yet. So you know they have their hero image here, and then we recommend you add a credibility bar right below. Um, you know, linking off to reviews, like having logos like your Google reviews here, or having the testimonial like right off the bat are two ways that we recommend it. And I'll show you an example of um, see. Well, these I've already shown you like our our best three, but you can see this guy he has. I mean quite the credibility here but they have a testimonial right off the bat and they even kind of they have this like you know credibility thing here a plus rating on better business bureau so they seem super legit um they have this nice kind of highlight in our testimonial tool in our in our um, app you actually can include a highlight which kind of pulls out like the most important part of the testimonial and our tool just does that for you And we found that that also helps with testimonials. It kind of adds like a little extra um, emphasis at the beginning. And so they're using that um, part of our testimonial tool. And then they go into a little bit more detail. It doesn't need to be long. Keep it short. Keep it sweet. Um, But there it is right at the beginning, right after, you know, um, right after the hero. And if you think about it, like if you're doing anything online, if you're purchasing an item or going to a website that maybe you haven't visited before, the Kind of the first thing you do is you look at reviews, right? You want to know that other people have had a good experience. So make it easy for your client to just know right off the bat that you've worked with other people. They had a great experience with you. They like you a lot. Um, And I will say a quick little tip. Um, Do you mind if I jump into a quick product tip?
1: Heck yeah, no, for sure. Okay.
0: So we have our block patterns um, and we have set this up to make it so much easier for you. Okay, I'm on our like contact us page, but all you have to do, we have a ton of different credibility options. Click into your page, add the plus sign right here, block patterns. And then we have tons of options of um, different types of credibility bars. So we've got testimonials. um, We've got link offs to like different um, review pages like Google, Facebook, Yelp, et cetera. And you literally just click on it, and it's in your page, it's done. That
1: makes it so much easier, Katie. Cause even like a year or two ago, you had to individually build out all those elements and that makes it so much easier.
0: Yeah, I mean, you do have to have a testimonial added into your site. You need yep. to go in your testimonials here and add it. But, um, and we, we have a lot of design options, so there's no reason not to just, th- you have one testimonial, that's okay. Put exactly. it on your homepage under your hero and you will be good to go.
1: I like it. And one, one thing too, I want to, I want to double down what you mentioned about reviews. When we go purchase things, you know, guys think of the last time you went to Amazon and bought a product on Amazon that did not have any reviews where it had no reviews. We we're almost never going to do that, right? We, we see a product as no or low reviews. And even if it's an amazing product, all these question marks and warning signs go off on our brain. We go are they good? Has anyone really bought that product? You'll bounce back to the product uh, list in Amazon and find one, even that has a little bit, might, it might be a 4.0 out of five, and you'll still buy that one because it's known, right? Because you have reviews. So, th- this is a key thing, especially right now with Google's uh, Eat, Eat Expertise Authority Trust um, uh, rating when they're diving and helping you grow your rankings, guys. Add reviews to that site the way that kitty had showed. Simple addition.
0: Yep, right there, um, and throughout the site too. But right, really recommend it right under the hero. Yep. Um. Okay, I think that's a good segue to number five. If if you're good. Number five. Um,
1: yep. Yeah, love it. Right,
0: number five, conversion killer, not including personalization and localization. So what does that mean? That means adding you, you as the the business owner um, into your site, um, and then also having it be relevant to where you are operating out of, um. So for example, again, talking, there's a lot of overlap here, talking about um, being credible, talking about being trustworthy, um, having your site um, seem like it's safe. This is a really big part of that um, is putting yourself into your site. So I have some really actually great examples of this one. So this guy, does a great job of this. He's got, he, he's out of Florida, Pensacola. He's got this image that looks like, okay, um, it's not just like a generic stock photo of a house. It's a place, it's where he's operating out of. And he's got a photo of himself right there at the beginning, I think no. it's great. And it's also just like a nice looking normal photo. It doesn't look yeah. like a stock photo. That's the other thing. In a lot of other industries, like glossy, nice stock photos are kind of the standard, but in our industry, it's a little different again talking about wanting to build trust with someone who is maybe in a vulnerable position <clears throat> you want to look real you want to look authentic use just like a photo that you took with your iphone yeah um, on the beach like him you know it's not yeah. like a super glossy headshot um you know for agents it's different but um for you know wholesalers and things like that you want to look real people put photos of their family um this one they have a great uh personalization. Here's the image of him with his family. He just looks like a nice guy. Like yeah. he seems more legit. He seems like someone you might want to like do business with cuz he seems like he's a good person, you know. Yep. So really highlight that. Um and then um another thing that goes along with this is having a great about page. And let me there was one of I think if all of our top converters that I pulled up actually have really great about pages. Um don't use your out of the box carrot about that's a good starting place. But the thing that I really loved about these about pages were they have the team members, photos and bios on here, which is a great. So, you know, right away, like kind of who you're dealing with. Um, And they look like, you know, nice people. He's got himself. There's a picture of him with uh maybe working with a potential client. Um, he's got his core values on here. Um, Your about page is another place where you really want to try to focus on um you know, like personalizing it, adding additional information, things like that. Um, again, great about page has uh, info about the team. Um, I think this one had, is this the one? Oh, that's one I was just showing. One more, I feel like had a really great about page. Maybe that's it. But um, again, use photos of yourself. Use photos of your local area. Make the site look like yours, um, you know. Uh, change your hero image background to be um, something that's relevant to your region. So if you are working out of a mountainous area with snow, don't put a photo with palm trees. You know, it needs to like look legit. And the more you can use authentic, realistic looking photos that maybe you even took yourself, the more legitimate and authentic and trustworthy it's going to seem.
1: Hmm. One one thing, Kitty, that I'll, I'll kind of guide people to do is they're like, where do I grab photos? Literally take your iPhone or your Android uh, phone, go in the middle of the street. That's like an average street that you would buy a house is literally just stand there in the middle and you're just shooting down the street, snap a picture. That's one type of photo you can have. Uh, go grab a picture of a house that you did buy. Take a picture of every house that you do buy because that represents the type of houses you buy. That may, might make an amazing hero uh, a picture on some of your pages or at least pictures you can add in there. Uh, just really simple stuff. It doesn't have to be um a professional photographer doing it for you these phones these these days take really really good high quality photos that are perfect for websites
0: yeah they're really great um and again here's an example of this is what a like generic stock photo looks like this is one that comes with our template in all of our templates we put stock images in there as placeholders but you need yeah. to update them with something relevant so make sure you don't leave our generic stock image of houses in your site like replace it change it something as simple as taking a photo of a yeah. house in your neighborhood doesn't have to be a high-end camera um, yeah. makes a big big difference
1: and some other ways to to kind of localize and personalize you mentioned reviews in the, in the previous conversion killer bring in reviews from your local people like when you, when you put in a a, a, a testimonial and mo doesn't have it on here but one way to upgrade this testimonial is at the bottom of that put you know dash the, the seller's first name and last initial maybe dash kathy dot dot m or whatever and then put dash pensacola seller and so that way you they, you can show hey this is kathy from Pensacola mm-hmm. um and so really localize the testimonials as well one thing that just popped up for me katie i realized at least two maybe three of these these um these examples you're showing, they're carrot campers. Mo's a carrot camper. Oh, cool. Marco's a carrot camper. I don't think Mike on that previous one is. We'll get him to a carrot camp. But that picture down there of Mo in front of the brick wall, that's here at the carrot. Oh my office. gosh,
0: that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Another good way to improve conversion is to go to carrot camp. That's it's right. That's I have right. Been. Um, yeah. And also videos are really great. Yeah. Um, I have a stat. I actually shared in our last podcast that that's- I did, but um, so our average conversion rate starts at I have the numbers right here, 2.86 to 3.5%. If you add a video to your site and a user starts it, the conversion rate goes to 3.69%. And if the client watches the full video, the conversion rate will go up to 5.2%. So
1: that is cool data right there.
0: Yeah. Video That's is awesome. great. Um again, it could be something you shot with your phone after, you know, finishing up a deal yep. like this just yep. videos bring a gr- another great level of authenticity and are proven to improve conversion rate as well. So,
1: and so on the video, you guys might be thinking, well, where do I put it? Cause that one site that we used as kind of the not good example had a video up top. And this is one, one thing you guys should test it. But from the testing that we've done over the years in this industry, you ideally don't want a video in the hero. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's a reason for that because the hero, like Katie explained earlier, should be to the yeah. point get them to that call to action, explain what you do. But if they're not ready, that's where video comes in later, just like Mo's got here on that website. If they're not ready to opt in and get their offer, they're now ready to explore. They want to build more trust and credibility with this. That's where the video comes in. And especially on a mobile device, if you can imagine you're pulling up a site on a mobile device, which we'll get to mobile here in a second. If you tap that video on most phones in the hero, it overtakes your whole screen. And sometimes people don't know how to get out of that video back to the website and sometimes you lose them. So don't put your videos in the hero.
0: Yeah, that and it brings down loading speeds too, which we're going to talk yep. about in a second as well. It's, it's really not, people have tried it, it, never works out. So we're talking yeah. about small embedded videos, like further down that are like for reviews or maybe on your about page about you
1: Exactly. Uh, like
0: on, on YouTube, you know, that, um, that aren't like massive taking up tons of space yeah. and, in, uh, load re- increasing loading time. So.
1: Um, that, that's that you mentioned katie on on the conversion if people if people click play or play it right I, I hadn't heard that data before and that is cool because because that really shows people it it's not about the video per se right it's not like that it's the vid that video itself is the key it's that they find that when you play when you put a video on there it builds more trust and credibility because it's probably usually a video with you mm-hmm. hey this katie i'm you know, XYZ home buyers here to help you or XYZ agent. Um, it's that next step to building trust and credibility. So guys, think about that. How can you get more of you or more of your team, uh, lower that guard down, bring that handshake, that digital handshake out and let them get to know you. And video is a great way to do that.
0: Yep. And that actually segues is <laughs> a, is another, these are all related, right? But it's a great yeah. segue to, um, conversion killer number six, which is ignoring your mobile view. Um so I have another stat for you. Um 60.8% of all carrot conversions occur on mobile. Yeah. And just in terms of general traffic, 54% of traffic across our network occurs on mobile. So more than half. So you're working on your site, you're looking at it here on your computer and you're not even thinking about your mobile view. Um But, but you do. You need to. It's extremely important. More conversions come through mobile than than desktop. Man. Um And more traffic comes through on mobile than desktop. So don't ignore it. It's very easy. You can view your mobile of your site right <laughs> here in our design tab. It's really easy. You just click like this back and forth. You can check Number. out what your hero image looks like. It's super simple. So don't ignore this little preview option right here. Um, We make it really easy for you to to try out. You know, even on your computer, you can see what it looks like. So, make sure that you think about it other and other things too, like you said, um you know, like we talked about before, um, making sure that your initial call to action is above the fold, so before someone has a scroll, make sure that your form and all your text fits above that initial scroll and I do have another example for you of what not to do, ignoring mobile view. I feel really bad because it's the same guy, <laughs> um, and it's actually a newer. This is at what his site currently looks like, and um, and he added even more info b- above his form, so um i I, w- I want to like give this guy a shout out. He is doing a great job of personalization, and I read through his site I'm not going to say who it is, but he had he does a great job of his personal brand he's got a great great color scheme, um, he seems very personable I like wanted to work with him, he seemed like a great guy. He just needs to move all of these sections into a different area and i I looked up his conversion rate on his site and I feel really bad, but, um, his 12 month conversion rate was only 0.65%. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which is, I'm I'm not good at on the fly math, but like 80% lower than the, than the normal average. Yeah, Like our
0: the- average kind of out of the box is like around three. So yep. he's, he's doing himself a disservice by adding all this information here. Mm-hmm. Just yep. cut and paste it, put it below. And, yep. you know, it looks like maybe he tightened up his form a bit, which is good. He still needs to um, change his call to action, though. So uh-huh. if you were watching, please make these changes. It will do a lot of help. It will help your site yeah. a lot. But anyway, um, so he's not thinking about mobile at all. I think he, you know, I don't think he's thinking about his hero and conversion with this much text in that initial hero. But he's really yep. not thinking about mobile. I mean, I had to scroll like on a phone. You had to do like three of these to get down to his form. So, again, thinking about mobile, what you want to see is um, this site, again, had a great example. And this is what we mean about above the fold. It's mm-hmm. all right. There. That's good. Yeah, that's good. So,
1: Here's a couple things on, on this too, Katie. Once again, guys, if you're listening to the podcast version of this, go over the YouTube version, go find us on YouTube, look up Carrot on YouTube, because the examples are going to really tell the story here. And on this one here, I'm so glad you brought this one in, Katie, because it's really striking on mobile with that kind of blue shade on the background i mean striking on desktop too that orange kind of dark you know uh dark orange color mm-hmm. that stands out but one thing that that you guys want to notice we wrote a blog post on this this is years ago as well where we tested the placement of buttons uh, back in the day when you would launch a wordpress website with like a normal form builder almost every time by default they would put the button to the left, it wouldn't be a button that would be the width, a, a large button that would be the width of the, of the screen on mobile. And um, gravity forms by nature just would make a really small uh, button to be over to one side. So if you can picture an average person using a cell phone, they're probably going to be using their thumb quite a bit. Most people are right handed and um, there are going to be some people that are, let's say, over 55 years old that are going to be that are going to be doing this. And so you need to make sure that when you're pulling that up on, or when you're pulling it up on the phone and they are too, that those form fields are big, that if they tap that form field with a thumb, that it's, they don't get frustrated because it's so small and they keep on trying to tap that thing. No, it needs to be big enough where they tap it and they go into that spot. And then the button itself, like we're showing that button should span almost the entire, if not the entire width of that cell phone, because then their thumb is right there next to it, uh, no matter where their thumb is. And you can see that we don't have that big button at the top of it on mobile. We have it once they land there, it's copy form and then button, because once again, their thumb is going to be towards the bottom half of that screen. And so when you think about resistance and removing resistance, we're thinking about all this stuff for y'all. Okay. So you can be an agent, so you can be an investor and don't go reinvent the wheel. Like our example client, we're going to reach out to him and see if we can't get him some help, but don't reinvent that wheel. Once you launch a carrot site, know that we've done the work to make it so the conversion elements are in place. You just get to customize around that. And that's where the power really comes in. This is a, that one looks great, Katie. I like it.
0: Yeah. It's a really sharp looking website, but yeah, it's, it's more about like, we're setting you up for success. All you need to do is sprinkle in those elements of you as a business, you know, and that, that's the fun part. You can put your testimonials in you can put in your about, um, that's the fun part. We've taken all the other kinds of, you know, we do handle some of the objection stuff in our, in our content already when you, when you get your site. So don't change it too much, change it, change it enough to really get that personalization localization, but our forms are pretty well set up. Don't get too crazy with, with your hero. There's just a few things you need to do change the background image and, um, you know that's with the, at least with the hero that's kind of it if you want to add in a few objection um things you you can do that a little bit of text but but really you don't have to do much with the hero we're kind of setting you up for, for success so
1: oh, one one thing i noticed before we move on to the final conversion killer y'all is at the bottom of this that we're showing there's the phone number and so uh, on mobile devices like on your desktop we put phone number at the top of the site right because People are usually not going to click that number to call from their computer. You could, uh, but most people don't do that today. But they're going to pick it up and they're going to you know, dial the phone number with the cell phone. But when they're pulling it up on mobile, that phone number is down there where the thumb is once again. So you can tap that phone number, and that phone number rides with them all the way down that page on the carrot system. So as long as they're scrolling down, phone number's right there, and so we get a good number of people tapping to call uh, from that as well. So make sure on the mobile guys. The phone number is clear, but it's at the bottom of that screen. And ideally it rides down with them and it's clickable. And that's going to really drive your phone calls up as well.
0: Yeah, this one, hem- this is Hemlock, our um, one of our themes. And it has that. It's also sticky. So that's even better. Yep. It just stays there um, as you scroll, which is cool. Mahogany as well has that right there always, no matter what. So super cool feature. Um, Okay, number seven, last one, um, conversion killer, uh, slow loading speed. So the cool thing about Carrot is you don't really have to do too much. Um, we kind of take care of your site speed for you, Carrot. Um, our our sites load super fast, lightning fast is something that we're known for. And I do have one more stat for you uh, to finish up the the podcast. Um, we are 68.9% faster than custom WordPress sites. So that is a huge, a huge improvement. Um, if you're on the fence about, should I get a carrot site or not? Should I build my own site? Well, there you go. That's a really good reason why you should get a carrot site. And according to Google, a one second website speed improvement can increase conversions for mobile users by up to 27%. So even that second loading speed, you might be like, whatever, it's just a second. No, it makes a big difference. And we take care of it for you. Again, like our hosting is great. It's super fast. So you don't even really have to worry about it. Just don't. Don't do things that are going to be detrimental, like putting a video in your, in your hero image, that's going to make your site load slower.
1: Mm. on, on the page speed side too, Katie, there's a couple of things that might come up for people. Um, one of them, you, you mentioned the 20, I think it was 20, was it 27% that Google said?
0: 27%. Mm -hmm. So
1: guys, let, let's do the math on that and how that equates to leads and then deals. So let's say your average profit per deal is $10,000 just to kind of use a round number for every hundred people that land on that website. Whether it's from a Google search or a Facebook ad or a Google ad, if you had a conversion rate of 10% and it increased 27%, I guess that'd be an additional, what was that 2.27 or something? So that's additional about three leads per 100 people that visit on your website. Okay. Now, over the course of the year, let's say you get 100 people a month that visit your website. That's additional about 30, 36 leads. If you're, if you're closing on average one in 10 to one in 20, leads into a deal from SEO, which is, which is right there where it should be. Let's just go with the one in 10. That's three extra deals. Y'all, if your average profit deal is 10 K that's $30,000 a year in that one example, a bare minimum that you'd be earning extra just because your website loaded an extra second quicker. Okay. So as as we look at our tech stacks, our web solutions, and, and we feel really, really proud about going and building our custom website, or we go to Fiverr and get a site done for 200 bucks. How many thousands or tens of thousands does that that custom site or that fiber site cost you over the course of the year in lost deals just from the the speed part, not considering anything else? Katie mentioned on today's call, okay, and and every single thing I was working with the client the other day. He's got a big national site, brings in a thousand plus leads a month, um, and his site was loading slower than it, it needed to, but he was converting really good still. But as we were looking at it. The more things you add onto your site, the more plugins—not uh, no, not plugins, because you can't add custom plugins—but the more uh, the more scripts that you add to the website, the more like you add a a live chat thing, you add a um, a tracking script from here, a tracking script from there, five you know five or seven videos on the page, a bunch of unoptimized images, all that's going to drag that speed down a little bit. But pay attention to speed. We're here to help you continually innovate that. We update speed. Uh, about every quarter or so, we're, we're testing new things to make the websites even faster.
0: We're working on it right now, too. We are actively working on improving it. So
1: I love it. Well, Katie, that was seven conversion killers. We could probably come up with another 27. But this oh, yeah. is an amazing, amazing call. And guys, what I want you to do is run back through, check those out. But I want to toss over you, Katie, if you can review really quick, what are those seven? Uh, and then we'll give people some action items on where to go uh, if they want some help optimizing some of these.
0: Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I love a good recap. Okay. So top seven conversion killers. One, not optimizing your form. Number two, cramming way too much info into your hero image. Uh, Number three, not addressing client needs and objections clearly and upfront. Number four, not including credibility, especially at the top of your page under your hero image. Number five, not including personalization and localization. Number six, ignoring your mobile view. And number seven is um, having slow loading times on your site.
1: Mm, I love it. Well, Katie, I, I, I'm so pumped to do these types of calls because number one, that's what we focus on here at Carrot is performance. And uh, uh, conversion is one of the three things we focus on a lot with performance. Page speed, SEO ranking, and conversion. So this is one of those three pillars. And guys, if you need any help, Uh, doing this work and you're like, you know what? I'm an investor. I'm an agent. I don't have time to go do this design. We do have services in our marketplace that can pick this up for you. So just go to carrot.com forward slash marketplace. That's carrot.com forward slash marketplace. Go engage with uh, our internal services division where we can help you through at the high end or concierge service where we dial in the visual dial in all your content, work with you on that or at the entry level, more of that quick start to kind of help you get some of those in. So Go work with us, guys, if you don't have the time or you just want to optimize your time better and keep plugging into our YouTube videos, because we're going to keep coming at you with ways that you can improve your results, ways you can leverage Carrot and the Carrot platform to get even better results in this year ahead. And if you guys have any questions, pop them below, wherever you're watching this, whether it's on YouTube or Facebook or an IG snippet, and um, we're pumped to keep helping you grow and help you optimize those conversions. Every single percentage point. That you gain in conversion by optimizing these things one by one for every 100 visitors is an extra lead for every 10 leads to 20 leads is an extra deal and we're here to help you win back more of the deal stop that leaky faucet and uh katie and, and the team are really every day waking up going how do we make this experience better for you and better for the sellers and buyers who are landing on your sites so Katie, so grateful for you thanks for the hard work it was it's fun because i got to learn some of the the new stats and call myself and i'm pumped about the work you guys are doing and Thank you all. Have an amazing rest of the week. We'll talk soon.